calling Ira. Thanks for calling Ira. Thank you for calling Ira. Thank you for calling Ira. What would you like to do today? Welcome to IraCast, the official podcast of Ira Tech Corp, your visual interpreting service. Episode 31, Community. In this episode, we'll take a look at the Blind Social Center, learn about Clubhouse, and the agent voted promo. So let's get to it with IraCast. Hi everyone, it's Janine Stanley here. It's been a while since we've had a regular episode of IraCast. We've been doing a lot with our Afternoon at the Museum episodes, but now we've got some good information for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about agent-voted promos and our social media presence. Then we'll hear an interview with Connie and Tony Blair from the Blind Social Center in Gary, Indiana. And they're going to talk about how they developed a homegrown program of support for the local blind people in their area and what role Ira plays in all of that. If you haven't heard of it yet, we're going to tell you about Clubhouse. This is the new social media app that relies uh, strictly on audio. It, at the time of this recording, is only available for iOS, but Android testing has started at Clubhouse, so we fully expect to see an Android version out soon. Ira has started a club on Clubhouse. It is called Ira Visual Interpreting, if you happen to search for it in the Clubhouse offerings. And we have a special time at Clubhouse called Office Hours. And that takes place every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 Pacific Time. During Office Hours, we will answer your questions, comments, etc. about the Visual Interpreting Service. And we will occasionally, right after that particular hour, play some of our programming, like Afternoon at the Museum, or possibly even episodes of our Expedition series, so that people can get a feel for what visual interpreting is all about. Not on Clubhouse? Don't worry. We're not going to post anything there that we won't put in all of our other social media and communications with our customers. Speaking of communications, we have a number of ways to get in touch with us, to follow us, to hear about what's going on with Ira. Our oldest method of communication, of course, is the Ira newsletter, and this is going out weekly now, every Wednesday. If you are not receiving the Ira newsletter via email, please check your Ira app under profile and make sure that we have a current email address for you. If the email address in there is not correct or you don't have one listed, go ahead and put one in and then save that in your profile and you should be receiving the next newsletter. Now, if you don't, please give our customer care team a call at 800-835-1934 and they will get you all set up. Our second oldest method of reaching out to our customers is our monthly explorer call. We have two of these calls. The first one is our Oceania call, which is for our folks in the Southern Hemisphere. And that takes place on the third Monday of every month. That's Monday in their time. It's actually Sunday in our time. They're a bit ahead of us, of course. And then... On the third Wednesday of the month, we hold our regular Explorer calls. 
This month, those calls will occur on May 17th and 19th, respectively. The Explorer calls begin at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The Oceania call begins at 7 p.m. Eastern Australia Time. So if you need some conversions, please check our newsletter, and we do usually publish conversion times. These calls occur both on Zoom and on our YouTube live channel. Yes, that's another way to keep in touch with us and see what's going on in the world of IRA. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, and that is located at youtube.com iraio If you go there, you'll see a subscribe button, and you can set up notifications for when we go live with events, explorer calls, and special announcements. Three, two. We also have a company Facebook page, and that is at facebook.com slash IRAIO. That's A-I-R-A-I-O, no dot in there. And that's our company page. On Facebook, we also have a customer group. If you search for IRA Explorers with an S in the Facebook groups, you'll find our group. And you just have a couple of questions to answer to get membership to the group. That is a closed group. We also have a good old-fashioned email list. We are also on Twitter. You can follow us at twitter.com slash IRAIO. And we have a WhatsApp group. For the latest WhatsApp sign-in, to subscribe to the email list, to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, you can go to the IRA app. Under the More tab, down at the bottom of the screen, you will see all of these different social media outlets listed. And as always, if you have any questions, please reach out to Customer Care, either by the phone number we mentioned earlier or email support at ira.io. Today in America and probably around the world, there are many communities where people facing vision loss have very limited services to choose from. Gary, Indiana is such a place. They're halfway between Chicago and Indianapolis, and the community unfortunately has been decimated by the U.S. economy. That all sounds like really bad news, but there is a spot of light. If you are blind or low vision in Gary, Indiana, you probably are familiar with Connie and Tony Blair, the founders and operators of the Blind Social Center. This program is probably the purest example of peer support rehabilitation that I've ever seen. And we were lucky enough to interview Connie and Tony about how the program began and what kinds of activities they have for people in the Gary, Indiana area. Actually, the Blind Social Center uh, was birthed because of Tony, my husband, lost his sight 12 years ago. And upon losing his sight, we had to, of course, uh, make a total lifestyle adjustment. Prior to Tony losing his sight, he, he was an active general contractor and he is a carpenter by trade. So therefore he used his hands and built a lot of different uh, homes throughout the city of the Northwest uh, Indiana. And when he lost his sight, of course, that was a, a, a pretty big blow for us because um, he was the total outgoing uh, builder, uh, 
developer in Northwest Indiana. So it really put a, um, a different outlook uh, on our future at that time. After Tony lost his sight, uh, he then went and, and sought out professional training, uh, which is Rehabilitation Center in Indianapolis, Indiana, by the name of Vosma Institute. That's where he went and got his professional training. Uh, it's a six-month program. And after he graduated, we then uh, came back home to Gary and realized that there were no facilities here within the Northwest region for individuals that were blind or visually impaired to have where they could even socialize with one another, most less uh, uh, find programs that they can be able to uh, participate in and and doing day-to-day, just day-to-day living um, things. So uh, from that birth to blind social center. So Tony and I decided we would open up a center here in Gary, Indiana. And we opened up that center in 2014. We have uh, uh, successfully... Uh, made a presence in the Northwest Indiana region. We have uh, patrons that are very active in the Blind Social Center, uh, as well as just patrons that are are uh, part of our patron status at the Blind Social Center. We do a number of things and have a number of programs. We pride ourselves uh, on the Blind Social Center because it's a center where individuals uh, that are blind come to and when they come when they first initially come to the center of course they have a little downtrodden uh, in spirit Mm -hmm. because you have uh, uh, the person themselves that are a little depressed and having the condition of being blind or low vision so we and when i say we tony and i we're very optimistic and upbeat individuals so we want what we we want people others to feel the um the spirit that we have which is anything is possible and just uh, because you've lost your sight does not mean life ends no life has not ended it only means that you have to now learn to do things in a different way with any and everything that you may even select or think you want to do we believe that that person can do that the only thing that has to be provided to the individuals is the proper tools so we make a point of providing the proper tools for individuals per their request in terms of what they would like to do in life moving forward from that point. Some of the uh, programs uh, that we adopted at the center was we have a a regular routine in terms of a schedule for the week. On Mondays, that would be our planning day. We would sit around the conference table in our lovely conference room, and we would discuss different things that would be that's of interest to each uh, patron, because you know, um, over the weekend, different things uh, occur, dif- different things happen, and Monday is always a good day to recap the weekend with the individuals to say, uh, you know, do you is there something that you'd like to share that may have caused you uh, 
an issue or situation or something that you would like to know more about or something that you would like to do moving forward. So we made uh, Monday our planning day because that was uh, the best day of the week to be able to get new suggestions and ideas out of the patrons. So on Tuesday, we Tuesday is our outreach day. Myself and my assistant uh, w- would go out into the community and do different things for individuals that uh, needed our assistance. Some needed assistance in terms of just going out, uh, taking them to the grocery store once a month. Everyone would make their list and we all go to the grocery store. I call the grocery store manager ahead of time and uh, they are so cooperative. They're actually one of our uh, local partners with the Blind Social Center, Strachan Van Til. They would assign uh, individuals per the uh, patrons that we would have for that day. And each one would go off with their clip. And then we also, on Wednesday, is our book club. Uh, Book club is uh, directed by Mr. Blair. And him and the group select different books that they want to read. And they read them with a digital uh, talking book, Mm -hmm. um, digital machine recorder. And that's Mr. Blair's field, so he can explain how well his book club uh, does every Wednesday. And this is every Wednesday. Uh, That was then, and even now, we're currently still doing the book club because we utilize the conference, uh, the free conference line. They are able to connect and continue with the book club by way of conference call. On Thursday, we have our our cook day at the center we would cook on thursdays uh we would generate uh recipes that the patrons would bring in or make suggestions that they would have to learn to cook they would like to learn how to cook because one of the things that for me i thought was very important for a blind individual and that is to be able to know how to cook for themselves because family members are working through the day you know, they have less prep time than um, than they actually want, than they actually have to be able to prep for a blind individual being at home all day. I think it's very important for the blind individual to at least know how to prepare small items for themselves. We did that every Thursday at the center, and now that we're doing things virtually, um, we now do it on Facebook Live. You can listen to the segment uh, that we have between one and three. It's a two-hour segment. So they're able to interact in terms of whatever we select for the recipe for that day to cook for that day. The apparatus that we have selected for the patrons to utilize is the new wave technology. The new wave technology with the induction cooking, those are the tabletop ovens that we use at the Blind Social Center to do our cooking classes. So they learn how to use the apparatus, the tabletop cookware, and we prepare recipes. And the best part of it is, is after we prepare the recipe, everyone then sit down and enjoy the oh, meal yeah. that prepared. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That would be really fun. That would definitely be fun. <laughs> so then on Fridays, um, our Friday is our fun day uh, at the center where we would do karaoke, 
uh, charades, um, the game show that comes on all the time with Steve Harvey. We would do oh, that. Oh, Family Feud. Family Feud, yes. yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. And then we also um, uh, do arts and crafts. So we um, added that as a bonus to a Friday uh, a pick up a paintbrush and we would paint and started our own art gallery. Ooh. For the oh, oh, nice. So, Very yes, nice. We have an art gallery at the Blind Social Center where we we paint and then we frame all of their work and put it uh, display it in the center. You can only imagine how COVID nineteen turned this program on its head. Such one on one peer support, really group-based learning, etc., really probably could have gone sideways or gone away because of the pandemic. Let's hear what Connie and Tony did to save the program and keep that peer support going. We didn't completely shut down. We just got creative in terms of keeping the, uh, some, the majority of the programs going because our, our expertise is actually in socializing. So we didn't want to stop. So we had to get creative as the administrators to figure out a way to continue. So what we um, have adopted is the conference calling because what are the advantages of being uh, now um, uh, restricted to home is that the patrons don't have to see to do what they do. So what we decided to do is just use the conference and uh, the technology to make it work for the center. So there's like the conference our, on Monday, our planning day. We still can plan because we plan by conference. On Tuesdays, my assistant and I, we still go out in the field uh, to different individuals that need our assistant. And on Wednesday, Tony still does the uh, book club by way of conference on Thursday. I still do the cooking segment on Facebook live and Friday. We still do art on Fridays. Now we don't, we haven't do the uh, karaoke as of yet. The patrons actually enjoy painting. So we made that one of our main uh, uh, programs for the Friday now, which is painting. And here's how we did it. We actually uh, uh, paint on canvas. So uh, we uh, get our materials, uh, which is canvas boards. Uh, we generally uh, use the eight and a half by 11 cam canvas boards. Mm -hmm. uh, we get uh, the uh, painting supplies, which is the brushes and acrylic paint for each patron, along with a tablecloth. So we put the together this nice care basket for their art. So we put it all in a basket form and I deliver it to each patron. And prior to me delivering it to each patient, whatever we decide that we want to paint for that week, what I do is pre-outline that item on the canvas oh. with Elmer's glue. So then that allows them to be able to paint inside the line and stay within the line. Now for let me tell you what was so creative. We, we, we did it for Valentine's. Uh, last month, Valentine's month, uh, we did a heart paint. Your, the, the, the event name was uh, Paint Your Heart. 
So I drew a heart on each canvas and their goal was to paint inside the heart. Paint your heart whatever color you feel that your heart is. <laughs> so each patron did that and we, we did it by conference call. So we all connected at a certain time, one o'clock. Everyone had their table set up, which is you put your tablecloth on to make sure you don't get paint on your table. Yep. So, um, and then you set up your supplies. Were an easel. We purchased the easels for each each canvas, so that way they can stand up and and be able to paint them. And all of their colors. We got the little uh, the graphic. I thought this was really neat. I found some graphics that um, that you put your paint in the little tray. Yeah, it was really cool. It's like everything was there that I wanted to make it very conducive for them to paint. At one o'clock, we all connected and we all communicated as we were painting. So, and and, and I can actually show uh, 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 share with you some of the photos. Oh yeah, of email. Of we would the love to hear about these finished painting of their hearts. The hearts that they painted and they are just beautiful oh i bet and we also utilize that same strategy with our thanksgiving and our christmas dinner for last year oh. usually at the when we were at the center we would have the thanksgiving and christmas dinner at the center and we would actually feed 150 to 175 individuals oh. on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Being that we didn't have the center because of the COVID, what we did was we went to one of our local partners, which is Cracker Barrel, mm -hmm. uh, that does uh, restaurant cooking. Oh, yeah. And we asked them to prepare the dinners for us, for our patrons. And what I did is, of course, sent um, delivered their care basket for thanksgiving and christmas in terms of the theme thanksgiving dinner and christmas dinner and they prepackaged everything for us they put the names on them for us they really assisted us really nice and and in the packet for thanksgiving we they had their own tablecloth centerpiece the whole table set up and then their dinner was delivered we have wonderful volunteers that uh, made all the deliveries for us for each holiday thanksgiving and christmas so we've been uh you know working toward uh, just creating different ways to continue ira plays a role in the blind social center and we'll hear from the blairs about what that means to their program well actually i think my wife introduced me to that uh, Iowa program, and um, and I just sat around and tried to figure out how it really could assist me, and once I began to figure out how that could assist me, then it made sense that, you know, oftentimes we lose stuff or are wanting to do something on our own, and sometimes we need that set of eyes to help us with, and, and I thought that was fantastic. I think we went to a, the first time I kind of seen it in action, we went to a uh, the governor's uh, conference. conference. One of the gentlemen there had had the IRA program, and we all went out to dinner and stuff. And uh, we were sitting around the table and stuff. And he said, "I'm gonna take a picture." <clears throat> and it was a couple of things that he did to show me the importance and how that how, how it works. He said, "I'm gonna take a picture." So he asked. Um, he set the camera. He set his phone up, and he asked. Um, 
the person, the IRA rep, to take the picture for us. So he moved this and positioned himself back around into the with the group, and he had her to take a picture. And I thought that was so cool that Ira was able to uh, take that picture. And then another at another time, he was uh, leaving his hotel room, and there was not any assistance available to him. So he had Ira to lead him through the um, the hotel to the door and to the parking lot to the car. So that's pretty cool that he uh, used Ira in that uh, in that to that degree. So that's when I was first kind of introduced to it, and I said, "Well, yeah, that'd be kind of, kind of cool when you got someone that be in your eyes and and you can uh, tell who's around you, and someone a live person telling you what's going on around you." So that kind of gives you a little bit more confidence and moving moving around and doing things. Because I was just sitting here today thinking about using Ira to possibly walk up to the service station adjacent to the service station. There's a bike trail. I can get to that bike trail about two or three minutes. So it's just only, it's only about, I would say, a third of them, a third, really, it's just uh, two or three, four or five houses down from me so I can uh, uh, reach the bike trail and then walk down the bike trails to down to where the uh, station is. It's just adjacent to the uh, bike bike oh. trail. And I can walk down through that with Ira leading me down to the pass and to the trail over to the station. You know, uh, the technology today kind of really enhances, really enhances the uh, the lifestyle okay. of a vision impaired and blind person. So for my, uh, that's where my interest lied. And then I was talking to another one of the patrons. He kind of get turns around in the backyard, and someone sometime has to come and get him. I shared with him he can't wait to this month for him to buy my iPhone so that he can uh, begin to start using the program. So oh. it's been a it's been a few of them. A few of the patrons have uh, my wife went over and uh, kind of got them set up on Ira, especially the young lady that's in school. Oh, and that, that was a big uh, help to her. That's how we were able to, uh, you know, how Ira has been able to assist us thus far. Some of us, some of us won't let go of the flip phone. I'm learning to use my iPhone. I got the one with the button so that I can use it. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. I do, I do have that, and I can't wait for the summer when my other, my buddy, uh, gets his uh, self together. And when he, you know, he say he's gonna get him one this, this uh, sometime this month, and we'll probably get him because that's what he wants to get his phone for. That kind of encouraged him to upgrade a little bit. In an area like ours, is such a, it's such a um, distressed area, and the patrons that we normally serve are those who fall through the crack that doesn't have the ability to go to places like Bosma. We are supported home and the center was just an idea thing for them to be able to be amongst those like themselves. The group setting is a is a more of a support system uh, and being able to share share with you know the daily struggles and in, in our in our walking blindness and our challenges mm-hmm. and we're able to encourage each other and, and move forward in our challenges and how we overcome some of the things that we all face. You know, sometimes we fight, sometimes we're fighting depression, sometimes we're fighting paranoia, different things. We're fighting all kinds of different things. And uh, being able to uh, be together, it's, it's more of a therapy session and stuff when we get together like that because it really helps us to move forward. 
not stay stagnant and going home being depressed and not having anyone to watch out for you. My wife just seemed to think that with the world being as busy as it is and and a lot oftentimes we go visit there has been a lot of neglect and and us being able to teach them to be more independent in all that they do yeah. is one of the and I think our gives us another uh, level of independence that we don't have to wait for someone else to do things for for us. I think the IRA program is a fantastic program to give us that another layer of independence. You don't have to worry about waiting on someone to move through the neighborhood or whatever, or go outside and being afraid of who's behind you and who's around you. It's a lot of paranoia and blindness until you get comfortable in in your in your blindness and how you move. It has been a, uh, I think it's a fantastic uh, program for the vision impaired and the blind community. Now, how can people get a hold of you if they want to follow you on Facebook or they want to reach out to you to find out how they can do this in their community? The uh, Facebook address is uh, the Blind Social Center Gary. Excellent. And then, of course, the website, uh, www.theblindsocialcenter.org. And we are totally looking forward to the Ira Walk. Oh, yes. Uh, That's what I was going to mention, the Ira Walk. Yes. We mentioned it to the patrons, and they were like, oh, well, that's going to be really neat. You mean, yeah, I'll be able to walk with the the, uh, agent in my ear where I can hear. And she'll be able to direct. So they really, they're receiving that very well. Oh, that's great. We will be there. Okay. Not a problem. It'll be nice for everybody to be able to get together again. Even if we are six feet apart, that'll be nice. Yes. yes. I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> Let's stop in for a visit with the Ira Elves and a new Ira agent voted promo. Hey, dude. Time for lunch. Want to go in on a lunch order with me? Yeah. Okay, well, let's go ask the others, because I'll bet they'll want some, too. Ah, man. I'm starving. Hey, ladies, we are going to do a lunch order. Would you like to come in with us on it? Oh, of course we would. That would be awesome. Okay, like, I'll place the order, because I remember where we were the last time. Oh, okay. Website already, and... Ah, no! It's a stupid captcha. What are we gonna do? Oh, I hate these things. I wish they wouldn't change the website. Well, luckily, we have a solution because Ira has just changed their agent voted promo. Yeah, this one's pretty cool. Uh, hence my idea to get lunch. Oh, brother. Yeah, so it's called Grab Some Grub, which is exactly what we're doing here. And the offer says that you can make one call up to 20 minutes in length every 48 hours to do the following. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you can read the menu on a website or food delivery app. You can uh, place your order on the app. You can have the agent look for your food once it's delivered and have them check the order to make sure that you got everything right. Yeah, remember the last time they left off your french fries? That was a disaster. Yeah, it definitely was. Okay, so this promo is good from now through June 1st at midnight. So, let's get to ordering. Yeah, okay. Call Ira from phone. Yes. 
that's it for this episode of IraCast, a production of Ira Tech Corp. I'm Janine Stanley, Director of Customer Communications here at Ira. To learn more about visual interpreting and our service, you can visit our website at www.ira.io or call our customer care team at 1-800-835-1934 or email support at ira.io. Thank you for listening to IraCast.